as much as you enjoyed this finale? We talk full circle. We'll go full cir- full circle. Gosh, speech impediment's <laughs> already coming out. What is wrong speech with Speech pathology lesson of the week. Hello. Welcome, everyone. You are on the island, and no one else is here anymore. Everyone's back in L.A. for the live reunion show, so what are you doing? We got a lot to talk about. I'm Taylor Gaines. Uh, We're going to give you a live reaction pod. I mean, hopefully this will be up by the time you're waking up on Thursday morning. That's the goal, unless I dropped, not dropped dead, dropped asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Dropped dead asleep. Um, In a deep, While I was working of this. While I was working on this. Anyway, um, I'm Taylor Gaines, and we're going to talk about the end. We'll have a conversation later in the week that's more existential about where Survivor's at and what to make of it. But right now, we're just going to focus on the events of this episode and just what to make of it. With me on the other line, it's his Michael Jordan 1997 Game 5 Finals game, well, podcast. It's Tyler B. Commons. Yeah. I'm here, I'm up, I'm breathing. I have a, a towel over my head and I'm inhaling steam. For those of you that don't get that reference, all that means is I'm terribly sick and hyped up on a lot of meds right now to get through this. And I'm excited I did because I thought the finale ended up great. So What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? I don't know. My throat was killing me. Like I thought I wasn't even going to be able to talk today. And then I got off work and I had like the shakes. I was literally laying in bed and could see the... I sleep on a bunk bed because I'm a child. I could see the bed above me like <laughs> rocking back and forth. It was not ideal. So I've got some Dayquil, some NyQuil, and some ibuprofen inside of me right now. Works. I'm I'm also excited to be here because I have a uh, new recording set up here, and I'm hoping it'll <laughs> be a bit more reliable than previous. But yeah, to your point, my family is also sick, so I'm hoping I can avoid that. But you know what I'm not sick of? Well... I was going to say Survivor, but honestly, after doing a podcast every week, we'll save that for the later podcast, but let's be positive right now. Let's talk about everything that happened tonight in the, I'm just going to say three hour finale episode because we didn't really get a reunion show. No, it was, is missing in the reunion aspect, but I thought, so when Jeff was talking about how the finale was going to be the most exciting point in this season, other than that Ponderosa video we talked about so much last week. I legitimately think this was a solid three hours of Survivor. I think we had some strong players. We had some strong arguments. And it was kind of the people that deserved to be there. I mean, you could argue for Ashley or Lauren. Devin. Or Devin or Lauren if she didn't screw up a few weeks ago. But I thought it was a strong ending. I don't know. What did, how'd you feel? Yeah, I, I thought it was a pretty entertaining finale. I, like I said, I'll save my criticism for later, but it was a little frustrating to see how good this show can be at setting up different people's storylines and showing the different potential winners and why we should care about each person and doing it kind of effortlessly when they didn't really do it for much of the season because... In that last hour, you really felt like Chrissy or Ben or Ryan could have a legit argument, and I just enjoyed that. Yeah, it was. It would have been nice to have gotten something like that all season, where everyone's kind of getting equal time. Ryan and 
Chrissy, we knew they could talk and they talked well. So that was it was fun and it kept the excitement going in the sense of the characters, the people out there were making the show, not taking a turn to negative town and the show wasn't making the show. That being said, did you ever doubt that Ben Drebergen would be the winner of Survivor Season 35? Well, this is why I was had such an emotional up and down because when he didn't win that final immunity, because apparently he doesn't know that a U is the other way. Uh, that was actually a really great moment. Dude, I enjoyed that. I was, I felt so bad. I was like, you literally just gave away a million dollars and I'm going to, it was crazy though. Like leading up to that, it was like this immunity challenge isn't really that entertaining. Like he's about to win in like two seconds. And it's like, a lot of times the last immunity challenge is like this long, grueling thing, but it was kind of just like, oh, well. But then <laughs> it ended up being really good because they it kept everybody kept making it far and falling, and it was just kind of a... It worked out well. Yeah, it definitely worked out better than I thought it was when I initially saw it. But like that was one of those moments where like I was on edge because we've talked about it. We thought Ben's been the guy, the it guy, and then to see him not win, I was like, oh, we were wrong the whole season, you know? And that was like, it made me feel awkward that we were pushing Ben this whole season and that he was going to be out, you know? And I, I loved that I was able to still be super into it because of the way that it was edited. And I thought they did a great job. Except that it didn't last long No, that way because it was minutes before they're like, secret advantage, Ben's not going home, which is... I know not what the secret advantage was, but it's what I heard (laughs) when she read it because it was like, oh, well, obviously this is going to keep going. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about Ben in that sense tomorrow, but for now, I, I want to talk about why Ben was a deserving winner this season because idols aside, twists aside, and we'll get more into the episode in detail as we go on here, but Mm -hmm. like he outplayed everyone within the parameters of the game that was presented to them. Like you could argue in another season that Chrissy was the best player because she outlasted everybody and made a couple big moves and won a ton of challenges. Mm -hmm. But like in the survivor world that exists now where literally every vote is subject to some kind of hidden idol or secret advantage being played, Mm -hmm. Ben was out there just dominating. And I, I honestly was surprised that he didn't get more votes. You were surprised that it was a uh, randomly a 4-2-1 split? <laughs> yeah. A quick note, uh, that was strange because Jeff was like, all right, this is the last vote, but he didn't read all the votes because, like you said, 4-2-1 adds up to seven and there were eight jury members. Yep. By the way, uh, four votes for Ben, two votes for Chrissy, one vote for Ryan in case people weren't able to keep count and there was obviously a fifth vote for ben i assume but right but it was strange to see like they showed devon voting for ryan mm-hmm. and it was like what why that's like voting for ralph nader in a presidential election what are you doing <laughs> and it was just a strange choice because ryan was clearly uh, undeserving i thought yeah i don't think he was at the troisan level um that we kind of saw well, Two seasons. Troyzan also gave up during his. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know that he gave up as much as he was forced to give up by the cards he was dealt. Ryan is definitely a better, smoother talker than Troyzan was. But I think Ryan. Ryan talked about it, 
and Mike called him out on it. He went out and I don't think he grew much as a person and learned much about himself. Mike said he wasn't taking those those risks of trying to be a provider or make shelter or open a coconut or fire. And Ryan worked with what he had, which was his social game and his ability to talk to people. I think what happens is people, they pigeonhole themselves in different ways. Like they always give up on random parts of the game mm-hmm. and the people that separate themselves are the ones that don't. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Chrissy more or less gave up on talking to certain people at several points in the game and sh- they showed her doing that. And Ryan obviously gave up on like certain out lasting parts of it, like the camp life stuff. And Ben straight up never gave up. He should have been out several times, but he never stopped. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it sounds boring to say this, but like that's what separated him from everyone else was that he played harder with his back against the wall and got a little bit of help from (laughs) the way that the game was set up. So like we said last week, especially hat tip to Daniel Feinberg at the Hollywood Reporter, no one else felt like they deserved to win this season as much as Ben. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see how it could have gone any other way. And it was, like I said at the beginning, it was a surprisingly compelling finale given the parameters that had been set up in the previous 12 weeks. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I, I've obviously this season, we'll talk more about this later, but I don't think it'll go down in history, but yeah, <laughs> it was a entertaining finale. And Ben was a enjoyable winner, at least in this episode. And, uh, I liked getting to see the potential impact that his victory could have. Yeah. It was really cool for CBS to bring out his buddies. Is that what you were alluding to? Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool to see him have some of his Marine buddies brought out who they, they even said they haven't seen him in 12 years and to make, you know, it's another big statement that's larger than the game. Kind of like Sarah had last season, you know? And I think that's great that um, survivor can use the platform that it has uh, for these causes I just wish that they could do that in addition to building up, say, Chrissy and Ryan's and Devin's and Mike. You know, the final five. I wish we could have their stories played up even more. And I think this episode proved that they could have done that, which is, like I said, a little frustrating. But let's kind of run through this episode and just talk about the gameplay and just where we were at here, because this was a pretty compelling twisty turny episode i thought obviously off the top we got a big long previously on thing and mm-hmm. a little sense of everybody i mean did, did you enjoy mike saying he was gonna win yeah i thought that was one of the really funny moments right out of the beginning of the montage i i don't know and it's what we're talking about we didn't get to see him everyone was kind of worried about how strong of a player mike was and i didn't get to see that and that kind of bums me out but the fact yeah, this is like what we talked about last week where everybody out there has a different vibe than we do and it's weird yeah but the fact that he was still out there and he still felt that way that makes it exciting i kind of bought into the emotion of this episode and it being the finale and i like that that's something i haven't been able to do much this season because i just felt like it was building towards one thing and then there was curveball after curveball being thrown and that's what made this episode stand out to me among the rest of the episodes you know yeah this was just a much more well-produced well-rounded episode 
they handled things that we had seen before in slightly different ways, which was entertaining. Like right out of the gate, Ben found that idol. And I said this a couple weeks ago where sometimes the gameplay does help the editors out a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. Chrissy and Devin and Mike came up with this brilliant plan to pretend they also had an idol. Meanwhile, Ben knew they were lying, which made for just great entertainment, no matter how you look at it, because they all are super confident. They think everything's going great. And Ben's just like, Oh man, I'm going home. It sucks. Uh." Oh, I loved that because that brought me back to the episodes where he was playing double agent and being a great actor. Oh yeah. Um, which was great. It was just, it was another nod to one of the great things that Ben had done. And also him seeing right through it. This was another moment in the beginning. Chrissy walks up to Ben and kind of tries to uh, make friends with him. And Ben is being nice and cordial to her. And, and then it cuts to his confession. And he's like, I'm not buying that crap. She's not pulling that over <laughs> on me, you know? And I was like, it was just one of those beginning scenes that really set you up. And you felt like, okay, tonight's going to be a fun night. Yeah, when it comes to the acting and the deception, it's fun to watch. And Ben was running circles around everyone else when it came to that. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously, we'll talk later, his back got put against the wall often after that. But it was just um, entertaining to watch him be a double agent again, sort of, you know, just acting it up. Mm -hmm. And Chrissy, obviously, I'm sure many people took more pleasure in this than I did but it was enjoyable to see someone get really, really arrogant all of a sudden and then hashtag Ben bomb. Dude, those Ben bombs, those are good. And I, you know, I like that he does that. I like the swagger and the comfortability he feels doing something like that. But like, I don't know that you have to do that. But I guess if you have nothing to lose, you're already on bottom. Like, who cares? Also, you're like starving and tired. Yeah, it was almost like a formation of the coconuts. You know, like, why did they do that? I can't really tell you. Did they think it was going to help their game? <laughs> Who knows? But they did it. And that's kind of been Ben bombs. The one thing I think that will be lost in that is that Devin actually made a brilliant play there in that first vote because he was trying to decide whether to just throw a vote at Mike just in case Ben had an idol. Mm-hmm. And he did. And it saved him. And that's a move that will obviously not be talked about because Devin didn't win. But I think Devin was potentially and i would argue that the editing of the entire season would have been changed if this had happened Mm -hmm. i would argue that he was a fire challenge away from winning yeah because and he even addressed it if he had won the fire challenge and taken down king arthur i think that is the final argument the final piece to his puzzle that could ultimately have made him the sole survivor and he was in control a lot and he made a lot of votes that were on his side that that like he won he blindsided a couple people i think jp was the big one even though as i've said many times i wish they had shot a little higher Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean devin was close to winning and he (sighs) this is the one thing we should talk about tonight he lost because of a fire challenge in the final four well actually hold on We'll, we'll get to that in just a second so we talked about him saving himself and Obviously, that worked out great. And then we get to the final four. There was that very entertaining immunity challenge that we talked about before. Chrissy wins and gets a secret advantage. A secret disadvantage? Yeah, I was going to say, I personally would take issue with the phrasing there. Mm -hmm. But she gets to choose one person to go to final tribal, send the other two to the fire-making challenge that we just talked about. (sighs) 
this is the one production thing we should talk about because it's important. Yeah. What did you think of this? I thought, so this is, this is what I wrote. I was writing down my final thoughts and I said, Survivor calls itself the greatest social experiment ever devised. So why do they keep, keep people from making social ties that carry them to the end? And I mean that in the sense, Devin had the social game. He was the one that would have been sitting final three with Ryan and Chrissy. Is that fair that Ben was on the outs? Yes and no. I'm not, I'm not here to argue that that was unfair. But then Survivor just decided to say, oh, maybe it just didn't feel right when the game is supposed to be a social experiment when the social bonds don't determine who wins the game. Yeah, it rubbed me the wrong way. I saw some arguments that like, oh, this keeps the deserving person, it gives them a chance to make it to the final three. But like Survivor is a social game, like you said, and if you aren't going to make it you're not a deserving person and it, it bothers me that like i said before every single vote is now dictated by some secret thing like there's no real votes anymore because there could always be something in play i mean obviously there are real votes in the midst of that at some points but yeah it just rubs me the wrong way that we've gone this far on the pendulum and from what i can gather from the uh the teaser elusive preview that they showed next season's going to be even more of that yeah <laughs> so i it bothers me i mean like i said ben was pretty clearly the person that the production team knew was going to win or you know they edited his story to show us that he was going to win and he did but outside of that like when you're just there on the island like you are now on the island <laughs> <laughs> It's it's just a strange thing to do to kind of put yourself into the game that much cuz Chrissy what like what's the point of winning like you said disadvantage is what it was more like I mean mm-hmm. what's the point of winning the final challenge if you don't get to do anything with it really like you get to put one of your allies on the line like it doesn't really make sense Yeah it doesn't she won and literally it gave her the power to protect herself because she knew she was going to have a better argument than Ryan. And then the rest is just up to fate. You know, Ryan had the quote where he said, who knew that me not being able to make fire is what would save me day 38. And I don't feel comfortable hearing something like that. And I believe Jeff said they're going to do that again next season. Did he? Okay. I didn't remember hearing him commit to that, but yeah, just despite all this and despite the editing or not the editing, the control that the producers showed. I thought it was still, it created that excitement, you know? And I allowed, I said this earlier, I allowed myself to get into the emotion of the episode rather than just sitting back and thinking about the edit, which is something I often do. And that kind of made a fire challenge exciting. I felt bad that Devin didn't even get a spark to catch. You know, I wish it would have been close and dramatic in that sense. I'm sure you love the Mad Max theme that was playing behind them while they were making fire. I don't know if you picked <laughs> up on that, but I was like, man, Taylor would listen was to it, this. I don't think car. it was the exact theme. But... Oh, it wasn't, but it was definitely visceral drum beating and heavy yeah. beats. And I was like, I think Taylor loves this. Well, the other thing too is they did a good job within the episode of teasing what could have happened in the fire challenge. Because if you remember early on in the episode, 
there was a moment where everyone was waking up. Ben had just found the idol. No one knew it. And Devin made a fire and they showed him lighting the fire and everyone was like, good job, Devin. You got the fire. And it was like a throwaway, like just camp life thing that they showed. Mm -hmm. But then as the fire making challenge approached, it was like, Oh, was that foreshadowed? Like Devin clearly is the guy who makes fire. He's going to, he might win. And it was a clever thing that like, they don't, honestly make the effort to do enough and that's something i really enjoyed in this finale like the different tracks that they laid and the different storylines that they set up like the chrissy being a mom thing Mm -hmm. was like something that hasn't been discussed the entire season (laughs) and it became a thing in this episode yeah well the thing i remembered about her was she was talking about being a woman in the workplace and how she went back to school and got this job and that's what made her a hero. But then she brought up the mom and I, you know, she had, she had an incredible final tribal with the jury. I thought she did fantastic talking. She almost convinced me. I haven't been a Chrissy fan for a little while now, but her argument and her oration skills, something I wish I had were outstanding. And even, you know, Ryan, we knew Ryan was a talker and Ryan was going to talk his way. And they had that one great moment where joe said look ben you're not speaking well and you're not making us fall in love with you i need an answer right now tell us why you deserve to win and then ben stepped up to it yeah that was strange because like he had this ready-made argument and for some reason he was just like i put you all there i'm proud of it vote for me (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean it was it was a good episode for Chrissy, and I, I do want to say, just, I know you shouldn't read Twitter because, like, Twitter's a cesspool of human... Filth? <laughs> I was trying to think of a different word, but yeah, essentially, like, there was a lot of, like, and I'll just confront people with what was really on there because it's kind of just, it bothered me. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of, like, well... I saw, I should say, I saw two tweets that said this, so I shouldn't extrapolate too much, but I don't follow all that many people. A couple tweets that said like, you know, Chrissy just has a way of talking where she just sounds like a bitch. Mm. And I'm like, like, (laughs) this goes back to what Ashley said last week in her post-game interviews where, and I know we're the wrong people to say this because we're just two dudes (laughs) doing a podcast. Yeah. But it bothered me the woman is strong and talks and gets criticized for it thing. And that's all I, that's all I want to say about that. I, I liked her and I've criticized her social game. Cause I don't think it was strong. And even in this episode, I thought she tried to do a couple lies that just weren't really believable, but that's separate and apart from that kind of BS. Um, yeah. So and, hold on. Do you think the argument, I can't remember who called her out. It might've been Desi or, I think it was Desi. Where she said, it was a Look, few people. You, can, you can name facts about me, but that doesn't mean we're friends, you know? And that was kind of, we talked about she's great at the game, but she's not great socially. So do you think that's kind of what was playing out when those people, obviously Twitter, you can say whatever you want and you can say it as rude as you want by calling her out for being a B, but like, is there something behind that that also the rest of the cast saw? I'm just playing devil's advocate because I don't. Well, like I the think way what it is. Yell at her, but I think I think it's more about. Well, th- these are two separate things. I'm, I don't want to talk about the Twitter thing anymore because really that's just people reacting to something that bothers them in a weird way, and like 
those same people are just tweeting like Ben's the man. He did it for his family. We're like Chrissy is doing the same thing. But yeah. like, I think the problem that you're talking about is stemming from what I was just saying where like her social game came off as like someone who couldn't turn the game side of it off. And people got that vibe, I think, where she was always calculating. And I think even in the way she talked about, like you said, the facts that she knew about people, mm-hmm. she kind of sounded like, you know, oh, I'm just gathering this information and this intel for my game. And that rubs people the wrong way because it's also their life. And I think in the real world, it's clear that like Chrissy would probably be a pretty good friend because she would remember that stuff because she wants to remember that stuff Mm -hmm. and not think about it, how she can leverage it for a million dollars or whatever. I don't know if that distinction makes sense, but that's sort of the way that I view it. I think she was a good player with some flaws that kept her from pulling it out in the end. Yeah. And I I mean, I agree. We talked about it a lot this season. I think Chrissy has a very bright and a very intelligent mind. And sometimes people can be so bright and so intelligent that socially they miss cues or socially like you said she had she listed talking about yourself (laughs) no i don't think i'm highly intelligent i think i'm just socially awkward but she just listed a new facts about people but didn't she didn't regurgitate them in a way that felt like i listened to you to hear how you felt about this you know but like Ashley said, like, that's worth something, you know, because like Ben, she was like, oh, you talk to us. You didn't talk with us. Like, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's it obviously gets really muddled when you're talking about a game like this and what means what. But but yeah, I mean, uh, it's it, I mean, she had some facts like <laughs> the thing she knew about Joe was like, holy. <laughs> I don't even remember which what did she exactly say for Joe's? She was like, oh, yeah, well. You told me that you don't believe in marriage because your parents got divorced and it makes you hate the concept of marriage and you don't know whether you'll ever fall in love and stuff like that. And I was like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a deep fact, but is she spitting it back and saying something equal on that level when she's talking to people? Is she... I don't know. Yeah, I think that's the part that's missing, you know? And I think I can It does do seem that. like things get personal out there, though, because even Ben was like, I told you guys stories I never told anybody. I'm like, man, it really must get intense in some of the stuff that they don't show. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. You got to realize we have so much in our lives. Golly, I'm getting on a high horse. Why are we doing this right now? We have so much in our day-to-day lives that distracts us from our actual face-to-face relationships. When you're put on an island, you have nothing. We, we've heard stories of people making checkerboards and there was a swing, but like, what are you going to do? You're going to sit around and you're going to talk to people because you have nothing to yeah. do. You can't go on Twitter. You can't listen to the best podcast in the world on the island. There's just things that you can't do when you're out you there. You can't listen to on the island on the island? No, I don't think so. Unless, unless Jeff plays it over a loudspeaker from a boat, holding it up over his head. <laughs> Next season, maybe. <laughs> that would be miraculous. Um, so yeah, I think... People can go out there and they can strive socially. Lauren, she was slow to the game socially, but everyone ended up loving her because while she may not have opened up early on, I think she realized that, hey, look, I'm out here for 30 30 days with these people. They're going to know who I am and I just have to tell them. That's why I also want to parse something slightly that you said earlier about Ryan not having learned anything really. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think that he did. He sounded very sincere when he was talking about the effect it had on him personally and being more introspective, Mm -hmm. being more introspective and thinking about himself. And I think this game has that kind of effect on anyone who's out there for more than (laughs) like a week. Yeah. That's another thing that I would be more interested to see that would make every episode more compelling because if you, this is sort of storytelling 101, I think, but if you care about people on a human level and understand what makes them tick, then their story will matter more to you. And the flip side of that, which is where Chrissy got a little lost because her social game was not quite calibrated correctly, I think. Mm -hmm. The flip side is that if you want to understand everyone's stories and know how they tick, just so you can know how to use them, it might not come across well when they're sitting on the jury. But I think post-game, it will be very easy for her to like go grab coffee with someone from that group and be like, listen, I know it was for a million dollars and I was thinking of it this way, but I really did enjoy getting to talk to you about this and that and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what held her back from being the winner, basically, like I said before. So that's sort of how I view it. Yeah. And what's, what's interesting about this going to go off on the edit again, not in a negative way, but say these people are watching it at the same time we get to watch it. They were out there living it, but they don't know secret conversations people are having, or they don't know the way it's going to show people. Like when Chrissy kind of went and tried to sort of faux make amends with Ben. So Ben would take her to final three. You know, I don't know what she was feeling in that moment out there, but it was definitely edited. Like, okay, well, Chrissy's scrambling again and Ben's not going to buy it, you know? So in her mind, she was probably out there doing her best to save herself. But the edit, because of what we've seen all season, she looked kind of like she was groveling and kind of lost control, which she seems to not like to lose control. A couple notes. I know we're bouncing around here because this is sort of a live reaction, but in that final tribal, I found it interesting. I like the format, by the way, but the framing I find stupid. Mm-hmm. That's to say... How did you outwit? I, How did you outplay? How did you outlast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy the concept of them sitting and talking, but framing the conversation in those categories is dumb. Mm-hmm. But I did enjoy Desi and Cole and I think somebody else. Like, they kind of were very confrontational in like a very basic way where like she was like ryan you seem to suck so tell us something good <laughs> and that was sort of like the first question yeah uh and i'm not using her exact words obviously but that was funny and then like like cole to ben was like so you made me look bad tell others that you made me look bad and that wasn't just me <laughs> and that was just kind of funny but i enjoyed the format and it provides for a more interesting build up because the way the jury focuses in on people makes it seem like those people all matter obviously Devin did vote for ryan for some reason but but yeah it's it's compelling to see them kind of go after each one and try to see where they all stand and i'm interested to see the final vote breakdown if we can get that because i think the only vote that we saw was Devin for ryan lauren for ben and um ashley i believe ashley for chrissy yeah yeah looking back i don't know who voted for who i think some people respected the game i think Devin 
played an emotional vote because Ryan was his boy and then they broke up and then they got back together. And, you know, that was that was him not losing. That could have been the love story of the century, really, if they had played it right. Tale as old as time. So, like I was saying, I think Devin was playing the game, not holding a grudge because he saw Ryan had to move away from him at one point. Um, but he didn't hold that against him at the end. So from that stance, he kind of respected the way Ryan played the game, which is why he played the emotional vote at the end. Yeah, it was just weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I have a lot more thoughts on the episode, really. Um, no. Talk more about postmortem production, <laughs> existential survivor stuff later. But I mean... The basic fact of it is that Ben deserved to win and was edited to win, and he did. And it was a nice moment. I, I, as much as he could have been a jerk at times this season, it was a cool thing. And like you said, it was whether it's a concern that Survivor just becomes a social issue show or whatever is a different conversation. Yeah. But it was nice to see him win and the potential impact that that could have on uh, veterans and PTSD activism and things like that. Oh, JP. I, I got a JPism in at the last second. Do you? Which one? I missed it. What was your... I said and things like that. And things like that? Oh. JP actually... I'm surprised you didn't talk about this. JP almost blew up Ryan's game at Final Tribal. He was the one that called oh. him out for being completely yeah, useless. To be fair, camp. Ryan's game was blown up well before that. Well, yeah. After about episode six, I think is kind of when we saw the downfall of him but i gotta give him props and they said it tonight i gotta give all three of these finalists props because ryan made it through 13 of the 15 tribals without getting a vote when you could say he was at the center of some moves especially early on chrissy became the fourth woman ever to win four immunity challenges props to her ben found idols like he was tai trang I don't know if he channeled his inner Zen, but it was... Oh, a Tai Trang reference. There we go. But, uh, we're, good, we're good for the season now. It was incredible. I liked the, the, I liked the final three. I really liked the final four. I think they all could make arguments. Arguably, Ryan had the weakest sort of stance to lean on. Mm-hmm. But I think once we got rid of all the duds this season, which I think finally happened survivor did a great thing and they produced and gave us a great final three hours on one night which is what i was excited yeah interesting note as far as the beginning of the season two i the healers tribe who i think had all six people like one vote before the merge or something like that wound up with zero people in the final three which was interesting to your point by my count i had ryan at 14 tribals i just from my season long count here okay 14 for Ryan, 13 for Chrissy, 12 for Devin, 11 for Ben. Mike only had eight. So that tells you how the healers were, they were safe early here. on. Obviously, the person with the least was Katrina. Well, actually, Simone, Rourke, Katrina, and Jessica all had one. It was interesting watching some of the flashbacks because I had a lot of memories from this year, you know? Yeah. Like Patrick and Simone, I had almost entirely forgotten about, even though I think we spent... 70 of our 90 preseason minutes talking about Simone, something like that. Yeah. 
Alan Ball, who forced JP to take his pants off at one point to look for an idol. Jessica, the Cole romance, totally blanked on that. <laughs> there was a lot of like mildly entertaining, forgettable stuff that happened yeah. that just sort of faded. And obviously, this is too soon to talk about this, but I'm interested to see what will what I'll remember from this season, honestly. Mm-hmm. Because someone asked me a few weeks ago who won season 34. And it took me almost a minute to remember, even though we podcasted about it, and it was definitely Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Maybe the cowboy hat will just stick in my mind. Maybe. I don't think the cowboy hat's going to stick in my mind. I think the biggest takeaway for me is all the talk of power couples in the beginning that all kind of fell mm. flat on its face. That was kind of the fun, exciting news in the beginning, and I just... That's what I'm going to take away from this season. I'm not necessarily going to take away um, any cast members. Maybe Ryan with his turtleneck and being a bellhop and just kind of a goofy guy. Like, he's kind of memorable. Lauren, the Fisher lady. Joe, maybe. Joe. But Joe, see, I think Joe could blend in with just other crazy that have been out there, you know? Maybe Devin. I liked Devin at some points. I don't know. It's probably pretty forgettable. Honestly, I'm self-centered, so the thing I'll remember is that I predicted Chrissy to win, and she got two votes in final three, so I got so close to having <laughs> a preseason prediction come true. That would have been unbelievable, and I would have never stopped talking about it. Well, thank um, goodness that didn't happen, because I don't think I could stay <laughs> an entire off-season with you gloating. <laughs> Speaking of me gloating, do you want to hear the final fantasy survivor standings? Um, I suppose we must. My final three, well, I should say the final three was all of my players. Good. That's actually not true. You had Ryan. Oh. I'm, I'm sort of messing with you. I thought so I was going to say, math. I thought I had I Ryan. I did the math a little wrong That's here. fine. Just <laughs> subtract 10 and add 10. I'm pretty sure that's the only yeah. change. Yeah. So what happened is I won by more than 100 points. Um, wow. 211 to 110. We only predicted nine out of... 26 correct leading into this week i will say i we both had ben and christy in the final three because that seemed to be getting set up the last couple weeks and i um i had the final three right actually it looks like i had fifth fourth final three right in that order no 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 mike went out first so we were we did all right you can go back and listen to last week's if for some reason you want to hear predictions for something that already happened but not a great prediction season for us. It's tough, but uh, great fantasy season for me. I won by a million, and uh, I expect endless praise for that. Endless. You're the king. The king stays king. What I'm interested to king do Arthur? is maybe go back and listen to our preseason picks and just see now that we know what these our final people, three was. Yeah, but now that we know these people, like what? You know what's changed? funny? I will say this. I remember vividly not wanting to pick Ben because it seemed like too obvious of a pick. Like it seemed like, oh, you don't want to pick the war veteran guy because that seems like an, a good winner pick and he'll probably lose. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a few weeks into the season, things started to feel different. <laughs> and, oh, I should mention, I kept track of the players who got episode titles mm-hmm. throughout the season. Guess who came in with the most? Ryan. Uh, ben. Dang it. I was going to say, not surprising. No, not surprising. But it was only three. I was Ben had three. I think one of them was like get to get, and I don't have all of them in th- in front of me, but it was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He had three. Devin and Joe each had two. 
uh, Alan, Patrick, Jessica, Ryan, and Chrissy all had one. And this episode was just named Million Dollar Reward, so I didn't give that to anyone. I think Jeff has that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much all we got for season 35, Heroes vs. Healers vs. Hustlers. I had forgotten about the theme entirely until that immunity challenge tonight, but um, interesting how that goes, right? Yeah, it was fun. I had a lot of fun. They ended this season with a bang. Totally agree with that. It was a great time to be had by all. And I just want to end. It was okay. I just want to, I want to end with this. This is my tweet length reaction, which I'm sure we'll talk about more tomorrow when we give our full recap. But can we finally get Ryan to admit that he gave Chrissy the advantage because she looked weak? Hashtag tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's probably fair. I'll give you my honest tweet reaction. And I put this out at on the island pod. <laughs> ben won exclamation point parentheses news from several weeks ago <laughs> like last season that's sort of how i felt but it was enjoyable i think um <laughs> i am noticing too that i put up a poll right before the final vote that said who wins ben or chrissy and i forgot to put ryan in the poll <laughs> <laughs> because i honestly didn't even think of it um by the way 24 votes in the 15 minutes i had it up 75 uh, ben 25 percent chrissy go follow us at on the island pod uh, that's where you can stay up with the latest stuff. Probably venture out a little bit over the off season and go back to some of our old days stuff and do different things that aren't Survivor because it wears you down doing all the Survivor. Yeah, but we'll uh, have fun. I think we'll uh, maybe try to talk about Star Wars. We teased it so much last week. Maybe I feel like we have we? to do a follow up with it, even if it's just I one mean, of the can, quick ones. Yeah, we can follow up on it. I will say this. I liked it. I watched it. Oh, I knew that was good. This has been such did. a divisive movie. I've, I I, honest, I don't want to talk about it right now, but I've gotten a lot of s- strong reactions from both sides. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. But um, not a super strong reaction to this Survivor season. It was fine. It was entertaining. I, I'm glad to have Survivor around still after, you know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And congrats to Ben. Good good on him. He He played a good game and... He deserved to win among this group. Enjoy your million, man. I did see a funny tweet. Why hasn't Survivor adjusted with inflation over the years? (laughs) But (laughs) whatever. Yeah, it's all good. I enjoyed it. It's been fun. I can't wait to do a full recap episode tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Taylor and I are going to come back. Yeah, hopefully that'll come out Friday morning. If not, stay tuned for early next week. And we might, just might, have a very special guest. So stay tuned for that. That'll be a little more timeless conversation and a little more in-depth on survivor overall so thanks for joining us for this live reaction and enjoy your thursday morning if that's when you're listening to this go review us on itunes uh apparently the new apple podcast app is terrible that's what i've heard but apparently it's easier to rate on it now so do that i guess yeah on the island pod i'm taylor Gaines. he's tyler b commons and we'll be back for one more before survivor ghost island who knows what to expect from that didn't get much from the previews. Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Gang, they're going to be out there. The, the, the mistakes of the past will come back to haunt us all. Does that mean it'll be a terrible season? I don't know. I sure hope not. Thanks for listening all year. Those of you who have, if it's your first time, thank you too. You're all great. Have a great day. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>